We interrupt your regularly scheduled program for another flashback message from the 1960s. Good after evening, everyone. This is the Peppermint Louse. We come to you once more with more exciting news of the world. The Brazilian lacrosse team squared off against the mole people within the earth and won the game 10-0, effectively ending the mole people's negotiations to live on the surface, where they do not belong. Pablo Von Guerrera, Brazil's star player of the match, told reporters the biggest advantage they had during the game was the ability to actually hold their lacrosse sticks. They are very uncoordinated with their hands. It makes me wonder how they managed to dig all those vast tunnels underground in the first place, the star player said. A whale in Alaska has learned to talk. For several months, researchers studying the mentioned whale in captivity have found a way to decipher its several moans and whimpers. The researchers conclude that the whale has a very healthy appetite for small fish and for the death and destruction of all humankind. A climatic hotspot in Verkhoyansk, Russia, has given the residing folks a false hope for warmer weather. Temperatures rose from negative 50 degrees Celsius to an unheard of negative 25 degrees Celsius. One resident has gone on record saying, I can almost feel my feet. I wish it was this warm all the time. Research experts in Saskatchewan have examined the capsule found deep within the local paper mines and have come to the conclusion it is an alien beacon from the future. The beacon relayed this message. Scientists will never be able to decipher it. That's all I have for you this month! Be sure to check next month for another exciting and ludicrous news of the world. We now take you to your regularly scheduled program. Take it away, Murray! Hello, Angry Birds enthusiasts, which is everyone, obviously. I mean, except, you know, people who are too poor to have smartphones. But, but are, they, are they really people? Question. Well, question. Your, I pose question. it to you. I'm Brett Medill, your host. With me, of course, is my co-host, Sean Stewart. That is me. Uh, minding the switches and knobs, Brant Bobby, the people's champ. He's walking tall, Buford Pusser style. And our guest for this week, uh, our first, what, is this three-time guest? At this least. Number two. Number this has got to be, yeah, our first three-timer, uh, one of our favorite humans who's ever walked the earth, Yay. the angry and cynical Steve Cartman. He's, he's, uh, he's happy on the outside occasionally, Would uh, you? if you catch him at the right time. But, you know, you really have to say that he's a... He's a rotten soul on the I, inside. I'm definitely not the angriest I've been being here right now today. So well, like I've, 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 You've I've been, been angrier? angrier a little okay. bit earlier today, and I imagine something will happen where I'll be more angrier. But right now, it's uh, all-time low anger and cynicism. Well, it's good. That's excellent. You know, I'm well, I mean, for I mean, I mean, I mean for the day, not At not, the moment, you're riding the wave. Right, yeah. yeah. You're riding the wave. Well, that's good. You know, like I just... But you know, I, I hate to, I hate, I want to set people up so that they understand where you're coming yeah, from. Yeah. 
course. Yeah, it's it's just a constant raging river of peaks and troughs of emotional instability. But when it's topped with such beautiful long hair, you know, it's yeah. easy to get past. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's probably one of my few comforts uh, in the last little while is the fact that I've discovered I can grow luxuriously full decadent hair. You yeah, you're say. you're really peacocking. You're yeah. growing quite a mane to distract from all the emotional problems. Yes. It's just like, wow, <laughs> that guy has great hair. I bet you he's not tormented by inner demons. <laughs> that's what great hair says. Yeah. yeah, that's what I always think when I see Keanu Reeves. I think that guy, that guy's not haunted by fuck all. He's not a, he, hey, he had a troubled childhood, okay? This is, this is common knowledge, okay? Keanu's life has not been hard, not been easy. Whoops. It's not been easy, okay? I'm still confused about what the fuck. What was that just now? You, well, did you guys not hear that? Yeah, you yeah, know, it's it I was did. a it's it's a little speech from the past, a little a time for the the good the good news from around the world. You know, the past. That's uh, fucked up. Hey, it it was a crazy time, but it was it was a it was the beginning of our careers. That's well, I mean, well, you're, of course, it was. Uh, I mean, that's how. I started out, and then you you came on later. But I mean, oh, well, I mean, it was a we were a, we were a hit team, a hit we news a, like duo. That's, that's how we got our our big start, of course. But you know, with our tin can, but uh, you know the, the tin can. The, micro- I just don't know how like it got like did a signal cross somewhere in the space time continuum. Like I don't understand how that really well, worked. Radio signals, man, they're just they're they're bouncing off of things all the time, you know. Uh that, that's true. You know, you have a tin can in the in the fifties and you and you, you shoot your tin can at the right angle. It's gonna bounce off some sort of a stellar body and it's gonna sure it's gonna the moon. It's gonna come back, maybe hit the moon, bounce off the moon a couple times. You know, the moon likes to trap things in its little craters and bounce them around that's a little true. bit, bounce yeah. them back, you know. Things bounce all over the place. There's a lot of empty space in space. But then there's a lot of other little things that it just glances off of. So, you know, and we did a lot of tin cannery. You know, a lot of tin cannery was done in the day. Well, that and shit gets pretty far in it, space. It can bounce quite a bit. That's true. Mm-hmm. Neil deGrasse Tyson saw, uh, he described to me on the phone one time, I, I have his number, you know, we're close oh, friends. That's close cool. personal friend of mine, of course. Uh, and uh, we were having a conversation about how he was, he was using a telescope and he actually physically saw a peppermint louse broadcast bounce off the moon. Wow. He wow. told me this. He saw it with his... That's straight from the horse's mouth, Neil Tyson. I don't even say the grass. We're that close. We're tight. Yeah. We're friends. And uh, that's just how it works. He, could told, you maybe, he described it to me. Could it's you maybe all scientific. Him, could you maybe ask him to take a picture of that next time? I'd love to see what it, that looks like, like in well, space. Hey, that would be that would be kind of be like, would be like classified, you know, the kind of yeah. telescopes that he I has access to. I guess that's true. To. But I mean, you're... Fr- well, I guess even friends... Neat, can't like really. he could Snapchat it to me, maybe. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah ask that, him to that, do that. Like, I'll see if. Well, well get that okay. as the picture of this episode. I'll just, I'll, I'll text Neil Tyson and see if he okay, can perfect. Snapchat me. Well, don't do uh, it now, but I mean, like, you well, know. no, of course not, right? Right, but you know, we like got important business right now. Maybe, yeah. Well, well, if, if, okay, he's a busy guy. He's over. All, he's all That's over true. the place. He is coming to Winnipeg in March, actually. Oh really? Uh, um, I'm hoping to, it's a public lecture, so I'm hoping to go and see him then. We'll hook up beforehand. Maybe we'll get a. Maybe we can get, get him on the podcast. Beers. Absolutely. We'll talk to talk to Neil Tyson on the podcast. Of course, of course. Unless he flakes on me, that bitch. I, I'm talking to you, Neil. I'm star. I'm star talking to you, Neil Tyson. I know we're friends. We're close friends. But if you fuck me over, buddy, when you're coming to my town. You know, I, I, we might be on the outs. That's all I'm saying. 
Okay, and I'm saying it publicly. I know he's too busy to go here in this. He's too busy. Yeah. Stop he's a busy freaking guy. guy. Yeah. But, you know, I'm just saying. I'd appreciate those pictures. I'd appreciate a Snapchat. Yeah. But I also know that as a director of the Hayden Planetarium and as a busy, busy touring lecturer and podcaster and TV type person, you know, he's in demand. Yeah. That's true. I'm sure you'll follow through, though. I mean, he seems one like would, a one pretty would hope so. guy. Yeah. yeah. So I've been watching, I've been trying to fill that void in my life where Breaking Bad was kind of, you know, filling it in. And I don't know if it's at that same level as Breaking Bad, but I'm enjoying the living crap out of Homeland right now. Uh, my fiance and I, we started it this week and we just burned through the, the first season. We're just, we're just eating it up. And uh, I understand some people here aren't too big on it. Mostly Brett Medill. And I can understand Claire Danes' overacting can get a little annoying at times, but uh, I figured to make the process of watching Homeland a little more enjoyable, I made a drinking game out of some possible scenarios. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so, so what? Every time. Saul! Is it, is it, his name Saul? It's Saul. It's Saul. Yeah. Saul. Oh, oh, Mandy oh, Patinkin as Saul oh. Berenson. I, I, I actually like him in that show. He's he's a uh, pretty grounded dude and knows what he's doing. You gotta Anyways, trust me, Saul. You gotta trust me. <laughs> I'm not crazy, but I'm I am crazy. crazy. I'm not crazy. But crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm crazy. I'm crazy. 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 So, anyways, uh, you uh, you can take a shot every time someone mentions a boo Nazir, and not just <laughs> not just Nazir, not just a boo, but like Abu his Nazir. full name, a boo Nazir. It's every time they talk about him, he's Abu Nazir. Most most times, almost it's a every boo time. Nazir. Okay. Sometimes he's Nazir. Sometimes he's a boo. Okay. But you know when you know they're doing their intelligence rundowns, it's usually a boo Nazir. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna lie. The first thing I thought you said was a, a Buddha's ear. Oh, a Buddha's ear. Yeah. So. Um, like you how know, often just, are they cutting <laughs> off the ears of Buddhists on this I was show? Like, These Buddhists are getting chopped off left and right. I've never, mean, I've never I heard mean, of any terrorist sect who's anti-Buddhist. I know. Stop Buddhist violence, you guys. So this is what I was thinking. It was just like, if you had that when you were playing the drinking game, you're going to sit there, you're going to be the soberest, pissed-off guy at the party because everybody else is going to get tanked, and you're still waiting on Buddha's ear to take your first goddamn shot. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> if you could find a Buddha's ear, I mean, well, by all like, means, take it. I mean, I'm not condoning, like, you know, chopping ears off, but do what you got to do, guys. Yeah. Or you could just take the whole Buddha, probably. Would. No, yeah, like, give okay. him a couple drinks. He'd like that. I would, t- I would take at least the Buddha. So you're in Southeast Asia, and you want a souvenir. Don't take a whole Buddha. That's disrespectful. Just chip a bit of its ear off. Stick that in your pocket. It's much easier to get through customs. And it's a great, it's a great souvenir. And anyone you show, it's a great conversation piece for a paperweight on your coffee table. People come over and you go, oh, what's that? Oh, it's a Buddha's ear. It's it's a Buddha's ear. I I took a hammer and smashed the side of a thousand-year-old statue in uh, Laos. Uh, so that I could have this paperweight. No biggie. No biggie. I, I, I just I was more stuck thinking, it in my shoe, and nobody was the wiser. No one's the wiser. I was thinking like the ones you get at like Pottery Barn of like the the, the, just the fake little clay Buddhas. And, you know, I was <laughs> just like, form, oh, I'm just going to go in there and just knock off a Buddha's ear. And What form of Buddha are we talking about? Like, Are we talking about skinny uh, Verge of Death Buddha or... Fat Buddha. Uh, I'm gonna say just classic Buddha. Just any Buddha. Just classic Fair fat enough. Buddha. Classic happy Buddha. Buddha. Yeah, just Fair sitting enough. under his yeah. tree. 
But you can't tell if you're just looking at the ear. Well, that's, that's yeah, you that's, know, that's like true. it's in the mind of the it's in the eye of the beholder when you're just like, here, this is Buddha's ear. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's still you, impressive. Then they can put whatever the most impressive version of Buddha they like. Yeah. They can project that onto it. And then boom. Fair enough. Fair enough. People will think it's that for you guy's to decide. And boom. And you're getting some of that ear. sweet taint. <laughs> That's going to get you some taint action. I'm just saying, if you impress someone appropriately with your Buddha's ear, it'll get you a little taint action. So what's Very the likely. next rule so in the your drinking game? So the next rule of the Homeland drinking game is take a shot whenever someone is killed on screen. Oh. And that includes casualties from, like, uh, let's say a bomb going off. In a in a a large area, and take an extra shot if the person who dies is affiliated with a terrorist cell of some kind. Okay. So there's like two shots, fairly well, couple couple episodes in. Uh, take one shot whenever Carrie cries. Oh God! <laughs> so okay, yeah, here we go. These are the rules that actually by, matter. Yeah. <laughs> People die once in a while. Carrie cries every thirty just a, seconds. Yeah, just about every minute in that show. Take another shot when Saul and Carrie get into an argument. Every, okay. every scene that involves Carrie. And most Saul. most scenes with Saul and Carrie. Take another shot when Dana Brody pisses off her parents, <laughs> which is fairly often. And then the last rule I have is. Uh, Take another shot when Nicholas Brody and Abu make contact, which isn't very often. So make it two shots. So yeah. So well, um, that's definitely gonna. In, in, you'll uh, you'll get smashed. You'll you'll at least be yeah, feeling you'll be it by smashed pretty hard. Episode. Well, I get you know a, a similar thing is that I I've got a similar drinking game I'm playing. I'm drinking every time I hear about the uh, the the coverage of the Quebec Charter of Values. Oh really? Yeah yeah you Are know you and, smashed right now or oh man. Uh, but you, they just keep talking. It's going into hearings now. You know what I'm talking about, right? This crazy shit where they're like... Uh, trying to separate from Canada? Or? or No, no. Just like when they're trying to enforce this thing where they don't like brown people. So they're, oh, uh, yeah. so oh, they're like, hey, that. so uh, in government offices, you're not allowed... Like, go- if you're in public buildings, like you won't be, you're not allowed to be wearing like a hijab or, uh, or a turban yeah. or, or an- like any sort of... Uh, what is perceived as religiously affiliated garb. Yeah. Right. But acceptable things still include a crucifixes. tiny cross. Yeah, <laughs> tiny crucifix. You know, the things that, let's say, um, other, other people have been used to seeing so far, and then when they see, like, the other, like, hat headgear or whatever, they're just like, yeah, let's just take that away from them. Just. It's just like, I, I don't, it's, it's, so offensive that I don't understand how they can possibly be like yeah. putting it forward as like no this is fine and and uh, <laughs> I don't see and, a problem with this and it's like this big charter of values with a bunch of different rules I think except like the only one that's really causing any problems is they're like you can't dress this way and they're not willing to bend on that rule to get any of their other rules yeah. through kind of thing hmm. and it's just it's not going to stand up to any sort of scrutiny it's it's just so insane but they're doing these hearings now where. Where now the public is getting to like express themselves, and I read a thing that basically the, the people that have been heard from so far are going up and going like telling stories about how like so, uh, th- one of the cashiers at the at the grocery store wears a a burka, so I go to a different lineup because I don't feel comfortable. Like it's just like it's giving a forum for people who are who are ignorant. 
misinformed. Right. To be like, oh, I don't want a doctor who has a turban on to, to inspect my colon. He might be putting a bomb there. <laughs> you never know. He knows that I work on the bus as a driver, <laughs> and he wants that situation where I'm driving down downtown Montreal. Picking and then up. they remote heart attack me. I know what's going on. Uh, yeah, after after the bus drops fifty kilometers, uh, then his heart yeah. stops. Yeah. It's uh, it's uh, and and his speed style. Hey, crazy! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Terrorism achieved. <laughs> yep. Uh, we took out that moment. one bus going down fucking slums of Quebec. Yeah. <laughs> go, go terrorism. And when Woo! the coroners find the driver, one asshole less, the world will be rocked. <laughs> We're just like, it's just becoming clear that the Quebec government's goal is like that. Uh, uh, it's just it's so gross. There's like no white French people have to be like this special version of society. Like other other types of things aren't allowed in. It threatens our special little thing, and uh, it's just horribly offensive. Yeah. It, it yeah. kind of makes me just want to uh, want to makes me just kind of Holocaust Quebec. <laughs> just just give it to them. Give them the whole just lay just waste. Let them separate somehow. What? How the fuck do you even do that? They wanted to separate, but they still wanted to use like our money and get yeah. money right. from our government and stuff yeah. like that. Like, they and then still we just like bring over the maritime somehow. We just like take a couple cranes and like <laughs> fucking or or, <laughs> or we or we keep a ri- the, a ribbon of land at the border yeah. just to drive through. Yeah, I yeah, think I think uh, that I think go. that if they want to separate, they can separate. But they're you can't go into the but they don't Quebec. have a but they don't share a border with the U.S. Like we'd still keep our whole. Yeah. Border and uh, and they'd only get the part of Quebec that's north of Montreal. Yeah. It could be sealed off. Yeah. Just they could have the garbage like, part yeah, of Quebec. Yeah, exactly. We could just hey, quarantine. You guys Quebec. can have some minerals and some hydro, and you can see how far that gets you. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. You know, I'd like to see how it works out for it, you. It I don't care gr- who thinks negatively for, of me for expressing that opinion. I th- I'm hoping that one day it'll be uh, declared that like being a Quebecois. Like speaking French, there is like it's like oh, it's a disease that can be caught by other people. Quarantine the whole area, and then there'll be people trying to run up and like climb the walls, and there'll be boiling acid poured on them and whatnot. Oh, so, well, this is a dystopian future. You said Holocaust, <laughs> all of Quebec. I'm talking about a quarantine where sure sometimes people get mulled down in the pools of goo. Figuratively, figurative. Oh, I'm talking about uh, the literal, yeah, disjointing <laughs> a literal of the quarantining of Quebec. Yeah. I still think it's a better idea than you know I, a cultural holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, Holocaust is a pretty loaded word. Indeed, yeah. Yeah. I was not searching for a sensitive term. Uh, yeah, no. I yeah. like the idea of being bilingual and shit, but uh, they just they're they're crazy. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm searching for a better language now to be bilingual with rather than French, just because of the people in Quebec. They're ruining an entire language for me. I really kind of feel like I screwed this whole fucking segment by using the word Holocaust. No, no, we we <laughs> yeah. glanced over no, it a yeah. little bit. Yeah, We're okay. okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. We're All good. right, you know. I've already I'm forgotten. Glad. I'm glad. You know, speaking of racism, uh, uh, there's a there's a Brooklyn McDonald's that's having a problem. Oh, that's too bad. A Korean problem. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. When I say they're having a Korean problem, what kind of, what do you think that means? A McDonald's with a Korean problem. What does that, what do you imagine? 
Uh, they have too many Korean customers. Steve? That's what uh, I'm imagining. I think a Korean problem is that maybe they've started serving Korean food a little too much, and now they can't be, like, nobody coming in wants them to stop. So their Korean problem is just the food they're bringing out. That's, that's what I heard when you first said it. Like, oh, okay. uh, McDonald's in so Brooklyn. So they just have, serving. like, a ton of kimchi, and they're like, yeah, yeah they're, it's the, the Mick kimchi. The Mick kimchi? Yeah. yeah. I can see that. Too much Korean food. So what's the real answer, Brett? Well, everyone that works there is addicted to StarCraft. Oh. oh. No, no. They've got elderly <laughs> Korean men. They've got like a large group of elderly Korean men. Like, uh, like 25, 30 Korean men show up there like every morning and buy like a single small order of fries and hang out there gossiping all day. Wow. They just really? like, there's, yeah, there's this group of old Korean men that just like loiters all day That's gossiping. That's kind of a dick move. And it's not clear why it's this particular McDonald's, <laughs> but like they're trying to get like the cops involved to like clear out all these old Korean men. Establishing a demilitarized zone where Fuck Koreans aren't allowed in this Get the Brooklyn CIA on that. That's fucking. I can't even imagine that. Like, I tried to think of something wildly ridiculous, and that still blows away like what I thought. I was like, oh, maybe they're serving Korean. Well, food. we're gonna they're gonna separate Brooklyn. You see, there's gonna be north of the north of the north Brooklyn Brooklyn, north Brooklyn, Brooklyn McDonald's yeah. is gonna be the true, North Brooklyn. True Brooklyn, where the north where the North <laughs> Brooklyn Koreans can go, and then south right. of the McDonald's will also be a separate zone, and the and that McDonald's itself will, be like a will be a Korean-free area. Mm. I see. Within uh, within Brooklyn, it's going to be. Fair that's what's, I mean, hey, that's what they, that's, it, I think I that's just what I. That's just what I understand that they are going for. That they're attempting. That they want some help from the NYPD with this. So are these elderly men like organized to the level of where they the, have to like be. are they just like did it just happen one day where like <laughs> there like was a, a group of five walking in and they got a coffee and then like another group <laughs> of five walked in and they're like hey we haven't you guys want to sit and bullshit for a while so they sit and bullshit and then it just kind of kept <laughs> and growing build up yeah, and all day up. and then there's at like right at the end of the day they're just like you know what we should do tomorrow and they're just like <laughs> we what should do the ex- <laughs> we should do this again but Never stop doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> That's possible. You know, I thought I thought maybe that they'd uh, they'd gotten together on MySpace and organized some sort of an elderly Korean man flash mob. You know, like they're not they're not quite with it. They're not using like Twitter and, or like LinkedIn to MySpace. organize their flash mobs. But they got MySpace, you know, and they're still into flash mobs. I mean, that's just that's just getting to the elderly Korean man. You know, that yeah. wave of Fair culture enough. is culture. just getting there. You know. They just heard about Gangnam Style, and they're from Korea. Yeah, like they're out of the loop. They're yeah. super elderly. out of the loop. Like they still believe in like a the uh, all that that whole uh, relig that not religious the caste system basically of mm. of uh, of royalty in South Korea. It's you know it's it's, it's still so I was right then culture. is what you're saying. They have too many Korean customers that just buy fries. Yeah. Wow. So what do I win? A bag of Koreans. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, the Brooklyn the McDonald's. <laughs> what do I win? Several Korean grandfathers. <laughs> I would love a Korean grandfather. The McDonald's Brooklyn is giving them away with every other Happy Meal. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot where I parked. Come with me, yeah. Grandpa. You'll, you'll, you'll give, give me that money. young boy a Korean grandfather. <laughs> this month, with every Happy Meal, young boys get an Adventure Time action figure. Young girls get a Korean grandfather. <laughs> who will look down for upon you disdainfully only. for your bad choices. He'll teach you yeah. how to ferment cabbage. Absolutely. Make yeah. that shit taste great. Mm. 
fermented cabbage. Because that's definitely what you would think they'd be doing, given the smell coming off of most elderly Korean men. You're just like, oh, he's a a cabbage fermenter. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. uh, Oh, here's some more good news for you. At least 20% of the nuclear missile officers in the American Air Force, at least 20% of them cheated or allowed cheating on job certification tests. Nice. Really? The people that are in charge. This is why you can't have nuclear weapons. That's why no one can have them. Because no matter what, you still have to leave people in charge of them. And people have to do jobs and they have day-to-day lives. And that's susceptible to a bunch of horse shit. Because when you're Pretty like, much. you know, it's just you get quotas or you get real people with day-to-day lives and they have certifications or they have jobs and this and that. And it's just when you get down right to the bottom level, people get away with shit where they can. Yeah. And well, everyone's going to try and get away. Everybody with shit tries where they to can. do a little work. That, yeah, yeah, that's just true. because you're There's, in charge oh, of just because you you're know, in charge of nuclear missiles doesn't yeah, mean you're the, not going to try and the most destructive uh, get away with some shit mankind here. has put together. Yeah. No one's ever going to want to launch them. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So sure. who cares if we know how to use them? <laughs> right? Wow. 20%. Yeah. Like, that's a... That's quite... That's It's more than you'd think. And they're in our yeah. backyard, man. Minot, North Dakota was one of the bases that was mentioned in name in particular, where they had nuclear missile people who uh, are uh, cannot be trusted, clearly. Clearly. Wow. Anyway, it's not uh, it's not great. How do you train in nuclear weapon like handling? How does that even work? These are the buttons that you never press. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you fail that is a better question. Yeah, really. What was the situation that come up there? I was like, we yeah. need you not to push this button. Okay. Oh, oh okay. Fuck comes into work Friday or Monday morning, hungover as shit. Oh man, what was it? Something about the button. Something about buttons. <laughs> Uh, do I push the button? <laughs> Jim! Like, Jim! <laughs> Jim! What? What was the button I was... Push it? No! No, 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 no! no. Hang don't, on. Don't push the buttons. Are you sure? Yes. I think you're fucking with me. I'm going to push the button. No, 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 wait. No, oh, and you're oh, trying oh. to get me fucked over. Check, check the with, I don't want to get fired old, for this shit. You're trying to get me fucked over with old man McGrady hey, upstairs. you stay out of this, Greg. He's going to come down. He's like, who's not pushing those buttons? And it's not going to be my ass. Click. (laughs) (laughs) Old man McGrady. Mama, no! (laughs) Uh, Wow. (laughs) And I thought I felt bad about lying on my resume. Like, sure, it was was for working in a, a... kindergarten kind of thing watching she's like yeah i've got all kinds of experience watching children i know when to not leave them alone and you know it's just like that's just about as innocent as you can get for lying about stuff but nuclear regulatory people come on so it says here you watched nukes for five years yeah i did you know what i'm not gonna lie to you i did a pretty good job it's a lot like watching uh, it's like teaching kindergarten yeah Watching your watching over the nukes. Uh. I was just trying to think of a profession that would be, you know, not as important. That was the first yeah. one I went off to. What's the most useless person you can think of? Kindergarten teachers, probably. Yeah, I mean. Justin Bieber. That's not a job, though. Isn't it? 
I mean, someone it's a Justin has to Bieber be, handler. Someone has to be. Someone has to handle Justin Bieber. The Wrangler. You gotta have a Bieber Wrangler. A Bieber Wrangler. Those are available in Hollywood. You can find a Bieber Wrangler. There's a few people with experience at this point. Yeah, but the, whoever's doing it now is not doing a very good job. <laughs> well, because he, apparently he's addicted to purple drink. <laughs> oh, are you serious? Allegedly, he's allegedly uh, adi- a- addicted to scissorp. That's mm. ridiculous. Well, that's how all those rock stars go. Which is in my, which is to my understanding, essentially cough syrup and Sprite. Yep, that is absolutely what scissorp is. Good lord, and. You know what? Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to try that because hey, if was, Justin Bieber's yeah, doing it, I'm going to have to try that. Exactly. Like, well, it was good enough for Lil Wayne, too. Like, I mean. Well, but that's not enough. But now that somebody white is doing it, that's now true. I'm like, hey. Oh, yeah. I want to hey, jump on that bag one like, right hey, quick. Let's, can you, nothing again, like, I love black people, but Lil Wayne is the most disgusting looking human being that I can almost <laughs> imagine. Like, so him being into it has nothing to do with his race. He's a disgusting person. Look at him. Like, there's nothing that he does that him doing it is going to make me want to do it. I think he's but Justin like, Bieber hey Brad, is a beautiful a golden little, little boy. He's 19 and he's gorgeous and he's all in on and he's and he's into the scissor and now I'm like, "Hey, this is how to be cool apparently." Like, well, I, Lil Wayne is like 30% piercings and then 80% tattoos. And I feel like you said Little Wayne, which is totally you you put those Lil Wayne. You put way too much emphasis Lil on those Wayne. T's. Lil Wayne. Okay, fair enough. Ah, oh, good. Yeah, as, I'm sorry. Uh, Brad just showed me a picture of little, little Wayne, Bobby is and uh, I was not prepared. Oh, God, Brad, make it stop. Yeah, uh, no, he's uh, a garbage person. I don't care. Uh, but Justin oh Bieber God. is addicted to purple drink. It's like somebody opened the Ark of the Covenant. Purple drink. Fair enough. Let's let's do it tonight, you guys. Brand, I'm going to need some pictures some, of uh, some small rabbits what or kittens kind of kissing each other to cleanse my palate of little. Is it just Robitussin? Do you guys think it would be difficult to find a tattooist who would be willing to give you a blackface tattoo? Difficult? No, because you can throw no, enough money you, at yeah. anyone to get them to do something they question <laughs> at first. You don't think that tattooer tattooery? is a noble enough profession that they wouldn't just be swayed by dollars. I un- it's my understanding that there's a there's quite a stringent certification process oh. by the International Brotherhood of Tattooery. Oh, that cat's sleeping on the And that can't possibly it must violate Thank their you, tattoo their international code of tattoo ethics. I'm sure someone would tattoo a swastika on you for the right price. I don't think there's any. Well, if you're real... in prison, I mean, you can be Charles Manson. And you can probably just do it to yourself. Well, I mean, it looks like yeah, he just kind of took a pen and did it the old-fashioned way. <laughs> but we're talking about a full blackface here. This is going to not only be a lot of experience needed, but a lot of black ink. There's a lot of delicate work that needs to be done yeah. on a full-faced blackface <laughs> tattoo. Yeah. So you're right, going to so want to just put the whole go. face black. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, are you going to find one tattooist to do it, or are you going to be like, uh, you break team. it up, be like, you get one tattoo, you guys, guy just does like one corner, the other guy does the opposite corner, like, and like they don't know that there's that this is co- become what this is becoming, like it's beca- getting patchwork, like yeah. the last, like the last guy has got to be like. Well, what's going on here? He's like, no, no, I'm still... It's going to be... It's going to be pretty obvious by the end. You're like, no, it's going to be Papa Shango. I've got to get a little more work done (laughs) after this. Just stick with me. Now, follow-up question. Who would want blackface tattooed on their face? People committed You're missing the the point, Sean. (laughs) Am I? (laughs) Am I, Brett? 
I thought it would be like a funny short film to write about some guy trying to convince a tattoo, like going to several tattoo parlors trying to convince someone to give him a blackface tattoo. I thought it would be funny. I don't think it would take too much convincing, just a lot of money. A lot of things get pretty easy when you throw enough cash at it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I saw The Wolf of Wall Street. I saw Hostel. (laughs) I know what's going on in Slovakia, so I'm never going. Laser pyramids. I learned a few different things about what's going to make Winnipeg world class. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm, first Shoot. thing. First thing is, <laughs> you guys know splash pads that we have in the parks. I the, do. I kids? run through them all the time. Right. Yeah. They got these splash pads for yep. kids, and it's nice, right? They're pretty cool. Well, They're if great. Winnipeg wants to be world class, we're going to have to start installing them for dogs. Dog splash pads. Um, of yeah. course. Dog specific splash sense. pads for people with their dogs. Because you know what. What's really going to make Winnipeg world class? There's no dog splash pads <laughs> in Canada right now. Today? What? Today? Really? Zero. Ugh. In 2014, you're telling me there are no dog splash pads? Specifically designed for dogs in this country. In this country. Wow. In the United States? Hey, you go to the United States, you're going to find some dogs, canine-specific splash pattern. Well, of course Thank you are. Thank God. Of yeah, course you are. In a modern country. Yeah. yeah. Like, I thought we were supposed to be living in the future by now. And I, like, I'm okay with not having flying cards, but I will be goddamned if I don't have dog splash pads. Absolutely. Just, not even just in parks. I want them everywhere. I almost want them, I want to be inconvenienced by the amount of dog splash pads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because the only thing that would class Winnipeg up is just a cloud of constant wet dog smell. It's a true mark of progress. Yeah. Absolutely. Wet dogs everywhere, all the time. If you don't have a wet dog, you're not Canadian. I was going to say American. You're not Canadian, What, you got a cat traded in for a wet Wet dog? dog. That's right. We're giving away two cats to everyone. You got to trade in two cats to get a wet dog. Let's let's not pretend that it's a one-to-one trade on cats to dogs. Cats are borderline worthless. You're lucky that there's any amount of cats that can be traded for a dog. Seriously, I, I'm more likely to give you a parakeet for a cat because it's like you just trade garbage for garbage, you know? <laughs> or oh, goldfish. Here's, Is that here's how the a, here's system a parakeet, works? I didn't realize. Here's a parakeet yeah. and three goldfish for your garbage cat. My That's cats more or less right. how I feel. Yeah, okay. Actually, I spent some quality time with a tiny kitten the other night. It was pretty, it was pretty uh, endearing. Well, they have to be. That's the only reason we don't eat tiny baby animals is because they make us feel. They make us realize how cute they are. Oh, don't get me wrong. It was trying to kill me the entire time. Oh, yeah. But it's just so tiny, it's so tiny. that its attempts only come across as, <laughs> adorable. as hilarious and adorable. Aw, it's trying to murder me. But it's too, it's too cute to kill. <laughs> Better luck next time, tiny feline. Yeah, exactly. But uh, give him a couple years, he'll he'll leave a couple scratches, and it'll still be cute. So clearly, what we need is a dog splash pad. Like, yes, there is clear. There is a group in Winnipeg that believes that that's what's going to really take us to the the next step to establishing. And they are one hundred percent right. We need yeah. more off leash areas for dog owners. I mean, there are parks that people go leashless in. I, yeah, I think they're good. But they don't have splash pads yet. That's true. You know what? I really think this is just uh, 
this is just tell. Uh, it's just showing that there's a certain amount of people in Winnipeg that are the kind of people who believe that their dogs are children. Like where that's where we are at. That's that's. There are splash pads for people with kids, and there's there's no splash pads for me with my furry little kids. It's not fair. I. Sparky's my life. He wants to splash in the water. I can't afford to give Foofy a bath every day. I don't have a house with a yard to to get the sprinkler out to treat to treat Sparky's little delightful face to to a water treat. But the city, the city could do that. They could provide Sparky and all his little friends. I want Foofy's bath to come out of the government's pocket. (laughs) And if I don't, I'm fucking out. I will leave. I will leave with a goddamn bindle on my shoulder and Foofy on a leash. And we're going to go to America. I am a lawyer. I am a lawyer. I contribute to the tax base of this city. Those are my dollars. And I want to splash pepper sparky <laughs> so yeah i i agree splash pad yeah okay splash yeah i think we're all on the same page here it's really uh it's for the future absolutely uh, yeah and then also in laser pyramids yeah oh of course uh yeah. what's a laser pyramid <laughs> <laughs> oh you can't explain it makes sense because it doesn't <laughs> I don't understand what there is to explain. Uh, you set up some lasers in the shape of a pyramid that is visible oh. from space. Oh. Clearly. Clearly. I don't know how you make it visible. Cle- well, we're going to have to invest in 24-hour fog machines. Can we have pyramids that shoot lasers? Or possibly once you go into the pyramid, it's a laser show? Because that's where my mind was the entire time I heard laser. Oh, just pyramid. like a pyramid that just shoots a laser up from the tip? Yeah, they've got those in places. Oh, probably. Probably in Vegas. I know they definitely have one of them. They, yeah, a series of lasers yeah. in the shape of a pyramid that can be seen from the heavens. Hmm. Makes sense. When John awful. Glenn goes back up in his dead casket spinning <laughs> around the Earth, gravitational pull, spin master John Glenn, sender style. Right. He's going to be able to look down and see from his dead body Winnipeg's crazy laser pyramid. Well, I mean, he wouldn't be looking at think it. Of He'd be dead. Richard, think of your grandfathers in heaven looking down on Winnipeg's laser yeah. pyramid. My grandfather is in hell. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd appreciate it if you didn't bring it up. <laughs> Well, I'm sure every now and again they get to like look up through what, the floorboards. What, you don't boards. think they, a guy in hell can't appreciate a laser pyramid here and now? No, they can't. Well, I'm sure it would be the kind of thing where it was like, hey, they've got laser pyramids in Winnipeg. You'll never get to see them in all their splendor, and they'll have to go, no! So they'll still know about them. So Yeah, that information is still filters it'll down. Just, it'll just be one of the tortures they have to endure. Right. Because I know, I so know personally, if... There was a laser pyramid or a series of laser pyramids in my city, and somebody told me I could never see them. <sighs> Devastating. That's, yeah, that's that. I, I just don't know close. how I'd go on. That is pretty close to home. You'll never understand what a laser pyramid is. Old man! Get with the times. You know, explode grenades in your asshole for the next <laughs> thousand years, and you'll never see a laser pyramid. That's right. Try carrying on with that knowledge. <laughs> Try living with that knowledge. You can't. That's why you do it. 
Yeah, because you need to be in hell in order to get that knowledge. Yep. You can't be alive. That's right. Hey, what do you guys think about tables? You big table fans? I'm I'm indifferent. I'm definitely I mean, not you're indifferent the use. on tables. I see the use. No but table I just don't thoughts get it. whatsoever. I, I I see the use, but I just don't get it. Maybe indifferent's not the word. Maybe Steve, top five tables of all time. Uh, first of all, the table where I had my fifth birthday. Okay, that's, that's a good kitchen one. That table good at home. Yeah. Uh, second table would have to be the uh, periodic. <laughs> Third table, <laughs> contents clearly. Yeah. Fourth <laughs> table is my coffee table in my living room, and the fifth table has to be water. The water table. It's a good table. It's wrong. Good table. All five are uh, the round table. Ah, oh, yep. damn it! It's I knew the, it was. It's where the I knew it was were. a trick That's question. They killed dragons. <laughs> it's a pretty good. One. I knew it was a trick question, but oh, I never did good on those standardized testings. Periodic, a, B, periodic yeah. makes a top ten. Periodic makes a top ten. Water table's got to be up there. It was my number two. I mean, top come five on. though. Top five are all different iterations of King Arthur's Round Table. Oh. I see. Yeah, you know, one with Lancelot, one with Galahad and Lancelot. You know, like all the different combinations. It's pretty good. Dragon Kill, you know. Number six is the round table, the restaurant in Winnipeg. Yeah. Oh, okay. Prime rib. But that That's was a that, cool was, a, that was a, a Brent uh, throw over to me. He, he, he helped me out on that one. One of the round tables. Absolutely. Yeah. I say absolutely way too much. Yeah. I don't know what, what that's all about. Maybe it's just me trying to say things, and then and yeah. then I stop saying things. Yeah. Yeah. Like things, think words you overuse or phrase. Like I know yeah. at work, I uh, I constantly use the I can't believe, mostly because of how horribly the job goes kind of thing. But right. there's a guy who I work with, and every time I say I can't believe something, he immediately chimes in with, I still can't believe it's not butter, to the point of where I want to stab him with something. <laughs> But then once you start hearing, I can't believe it's not butter every other time you turn around, you realize just how much you, like, you know, it's like, and that's, you know, that's one of the things is like, no, there are things I can believe. It's just, I right. hate them. Right. You know, it was like, so that's like, I'm trying to cut that a little bit less out of my life. You know, like, I can't believe this and I can't believe that, you know, it's just like, no, it's like, I believe it. And it's just, how can I change it? You know, it's like an optimist view now sprung forth from this. It's an optimist riff. God yeah. awful. Do you guys ever work with somebody who says, who says that's what she said 500 times in a day? No, yep, thankfully. That's me. I have, because I have, and it's the worst thing in the yeah. world. Yeah, I've, I've done that. You've, I, I've you've been, been that, that guy. guy. But luckily, I worked with another guy who would do it also, and it never, never got old between him and I. So I, 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 don't, I, don't, I never see a problem with having someone yell, that's what she said, because it's either what I was about to yell or I was waiting for someone else to yell because I want to give them the opportunity kind of thing. So it's never a downer for me to hear that's what she said. I'll tell you what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that this is Steve's last appearance. On- <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> I had a relationship like that with a guy where we did that's what she said jokes, and it didn't get old either for the first 15 minutes. <laughs> and uh, The time afterwards, n- not so much. You know... W- there's a difference, Steve, between you and then somebody else who's so stupid mm. that whenever mm. you make any statement that they can't think of any way to respond to, 
they say that's what she said. Oh. CRs were. Hey, you're you're having a little trouble with that there. That's what she said. Oh, okay. Hey, yeah, uh, yeah. how's it going? That's what she said. Like, I don't know. Like, I, like someone who's trapped. Like, they don't even know how they're doing, so they have to say that's what she said. Like, how do you okay. want your steak? That's what she said. No, how do you want your steak? I'm trying to fucking cook you a steak. <laughs> you asshole. Yeah. See, I, I will. I will say that I did try to keep mine. At least, at least they made sense. It was never like something that you know wasn't. Just words that I had to throw out at people just to, you know, like to keep a conversation going. Like, right. don't get me wrong, some of them dipped pretty low, but oh, I sure. like to think there was a, like, I never hit the rock bottom with it. I, I like to think maybe, you know, I couldn't see outside of myself at the time exactly. from like yeah, another point of view, but. You know, that was one of the greatest summers of my life. I think we said it about 2,384 times <laughs> in uh, two months, so. Not bad. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's probably yeah. the world record. You should probably contact Guinness about that. The I'm beer just, company? No, the the world record. Oh, the, right. The of course. Yeah. There's, there's, oh, they're, well, sti- sure. they're still doing that? Oh, probably. Oh, right on. Because I had like one book. We talked I, about it in the last episode. Uh, oh, see, yeah. I, I got the, I had the book in 2004 and I was just like, oh, so this is, this is it kind of thing. I thought it was the this definitive have to be. book of records. Like, right. I was like, I didn't realize, you know. New stuff was happening in the world record scene. Yeah. You can be the first. Hey, you open that up to any page and you go, hey, I could eat 10 pounds of sausage faster than that guy. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I win. I win. I don't even care if I'm not coming back. I might leave right now. I don't think I'm going to do better than that. Well, that's the last episode of Medium Clever. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, audience. Steve just... (laughs) He rammed a sword through the heart of Medium Clever. Uh, maybe we'll be back. Yeah. And maybe then, not. And then the chocolate melted. And Goodbye. Then the chocolate melted. Oh, are you signing off? Oh. Jesus Christ. Okay. My well, God. It's happened. <laughs>